0: Hey, this is Sebastian for the Metal Gods Meltdown, and I'm joined by... Andrew Anderson
1: of Royal Hunt, right here.
0: It's Great to be chatting to you tonight. You've just returned from a tour. What's it been like, and uh, are there any shows that especially stick in your mind?
1: I mean, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all a little bit special, you know, it's just inevitable. Uh, it's like, uh, whatever you go, into Japan, to Russia, we're go to we playing Budapest, so we're playing... Greece and Athens you know and they're all different but uh, what connects them all and what makes them the same you know so see we have this enthusiasm from the from audience you know and they're enjoying uh old stuff new stuff you know and basically having fun you know and it's equally you know whatever
0: you go there's it doesn't matter mm-hmm.
1: i mean really
0: <laughs> has, has it been difficult to choose a set list so have you like varied it each night
1: Yep, a lot of blood's been spilled, as usual, and um, yeah, we have some principles, you know, as the way we choose a set list, and uh, it's like well, it's almost like a Mortal Kombat. It's it, it's not, but as I say, we, you know, as is all our fans. I mean, the thing is, like the band is like over 25 years old, so uh, obviously most of the fans they have their favorites. Uh, songs they know and stuff like that. But I'm going to concerts, uh, still I do, uh, to see my favorite bands and unfortunately in the last let's say eight or ten years most of the bands I adore still to this day, they're playing basically the same setlist. And it scares the shit out of me. I mean seriously, I'm, I'm just afraid so end up like one of these bands and playing the same fifteen songs, tour after tour after tour. So so we so we created we kind of create a system. So of course because we're still making records, uh, uh, we take at least like three songs from a new album always, and then we go back and we see okay we have let's say we have six or seven songs which is absolutely everybody's favorite. So we take half of it. And we rotate, so on this tour we're playing those three songs, on another on another tour we're playing another three songs, and then in between those two points we have something which we just like, you know. So we're playing it basically to ourselves, uh, and that way every setlist is unique because it's never the same. Probably a song or two which will repeat itself from time to time, but most of it is different every single time. And the uh, funny thing about it is, like I said, I was mixing our live album from last year, and uh, I heard like somebody in the audience because I was listening to audience tracks, and uh, somebody from the audience was yelling one of the songs, uh, like one of the let's like. Put it like this, kind of like a classic, typical Royal Hunt songs they expected to hear. And I was just like listening to it. So I said, Nah, not this time. You have to come back next year. <laughs> <laughs>
0: From the album then, the new album, which songs are your personal favorites to be playing live, or does that change? Ah, that's always a hard one. Uh, That's because there's always
1: a couple of songs you feel kind of connected to. Um, A bit more than to others. But unfortunately, they're shifting. So, or fortunately, what do I know? You know, so until this day, I had this fistful of misery, A Million Ways to Die and uh, The Last Soul Alive, Uh was my favorites. And now all of a sudden in the last few weeks, you know, as I, said, I didn't listen to the album. Trust me, I, I, I don't. I, I, I don't listen to the latest album or in general Roll Hunt albums for years. Uh, I had kind of enough of them <laughs> while making them, you know, so I'm not listening to them. But from time to time, you go to a party or you meet some friends and somebody will play something. All of a sudden, the wishing well kind of clicked with me. And I felt like, oh, it's a great song. I like that. You know, and some of the others, eh, not that much. You know, so it's shifting. It's, it's always shifting.
0: Casting Stone has been out a short while. What has the general feedback been like from media and fans?
1: From media, it was amazing. I mean, that's, that's, I was actually a, a little bit embarrassed uh, because I mean the scores were so high. So it was. It, it, it looked like I was writing the reviews myself. I mean, I mean, come on. It's been a little bit too good. Uh, from fans, it was like more real in a way. Uh, it, 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 they, it, as usual. I mean, it's nothing nothing that much different this time. I and mean, Of course, some people love it and uh, some people hate it and some people just, like, don't care and uh, or mildly amused, you know. So, what do I know? It's the internet. You know, so... Uh, because everybody hears something different in what we do. I mean, somebody is going for this big A.O. Irish uh, course. Some go... For those uh, progressive elements or instrumentals and stuff like that. Somebody is going for this classic rock riffs or quick solos. Uh, what do I know? Everybody hears something different. So, so it depends from album to album, you know. So this guy might love this album but hate another one. And another you know, way around. What do I know? But basically, what I'll say as I said by playing it live, and we're not done, I mean, we'll continue playing. Uh, for quite a while, uh, I mean, fan, they, it seems like people are enjoying it. it. It's hard for me to sell. I mean, like, what, it's like 14 or 15 studio album you're making, you know, it's hard to, to keep track, you know, so it seems like people are enjoying it, you know, and uh, that's cool.
0: Is it a bit frustrating, you know, that Royal Hunt have never really, like, made their mark in the UK?
1: Yeah. <laughs> as well as so many other places, you know, so, but uh, yeah, uh, I have no explanation, I mean, I have no excuses, no explanation why it doesn't happen. i um, so We're playing in the UK from time to time, we never like toured UK, but from time to time we'll play occasional gig like on Rockingham or Firefest and uh, occasionally we'll play like Sheffield or we we'll play London. And here there are small clubs most of the time, but for some reason, we just didn't click. Uh, I'll say probably even if we're going to America, which for a band like ours, it's, it's supposed to be a no man's land. Uh, I think I should be drawing a bigger crowd, to my huge, huge surprise, to be honest. Uh, so, for, yeah, but that's just, we're doing well. Uh, we're doing pretty well in Europe. Uh, we're going to Asia now. We have like Russia, and Ukraine, you know, and uh, some of those countries are Eastern Bloc countries. You know, we're doing well there. And occasionally we go to U.S. and play there. Uh, so we, we're doing all right. As it's, it's not like we're complaining. But this thing with U.K., I, I have no explanation.
0: No, it's a strange one. I don't. Other... Really have much time for the UK metal scene anymore. I'm very much into my European metal bands, like you. Bands like, especially the Swedish metal is amazing. You know, so yeah.
1: I mean Swedish. I mean, so there is no competition. there's no. no contest. I mean, Swedes wins every single freaking time. Uh, I don't know what, what what's wrong with this country, <laughs> but there is something about it. Uh. uh. I, I I was talking to. I'm talking to uh, to this girl. Uh, I was doing an interview for Sweden Rock magazine, and uh, we, we got high score there, and they were all excited, and they, they start talking about c- kind of a competition between Denmark and Sweden. So, so there is no contest. I mean, this is, what are you talking about? What do we have in Denmark? Like, I, said, I don't know, like 20 bands at most? Yeah. At most. Ten, <laughs> which most of the people know, 20 if you'll push it. But that, that said, in Sweden, it's just like endless stream of bands. You know what? I have my theory. You can buy liquor liquor in Sweden easily. You can't. Mm-hmm. You have to go to the special store. It's just like one in every community. It's just only one store. And it opens like at 11 and it closes like at 6 or 7. You know, so it's hard and it's very expensive so I said like every time I go to Sweden just to buy a bottle of Jack Daniels or something I have to walk like probably like three or four miles but on the way to the store most of the time I'll probably meet at least like 20 hard rock bands rehearsing (laughs) in Denmark it's completely different you can buy alcohol anywhere anytime but not that many. Bands.
0: Did you guys have much input with the album artwork, and does that represent much to you guys personally? Because it's a bit different from some of your other albums, isn't it?
1: Yeah, as I said, it's it's like it, it's it, even the title of the album came out in the process because uh, how this album started. Basically, I was uh, I was talking to a bass player, like Andreas Passmark. I mean, he's been. He's been with the band since like 2000, whatever, 10 or something like that. So for a good like eight or nine years. And, uh, but he's been a fan of the band even before. He knew all the albums and stuff like that. So we were talking one day, and we were making barbecue and uh, having a few shots. And, uh, then, and, and and he starts talking about what world music meant to him back in the day. And he said, oh, this song is great, and this album is excellent. And I wasn't as excited as he was. Because I prefer different albums, I prefer different songs. And we start talking about it. And he, he told me, why don't you do an album where you take like, the best stuff, the best stuff you ever did, and kind of compress it. So that's impossible. I mean, you can't compress something that's been done like 20 years ago. That's ridiculous. But anyway, we were talking about that and then all of a sudden, uh, we're, uh, we're working with this uh, cover designer and he had this idea uh, to kind of reinvent this logo we had, the, the dragon, the, the whole thing. So he wants to do it like a 3D and blah, 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 you know, the whole thing. as so, so I said, yeah, sure, why, try it, you know, why not? And this combination of us trying to kind of like condense a little bit of what Royal Hunt is all about. And then this guy, the artist, is making this cover, kind of trying to reinvent the logo we had with the dragon, the whole thing. And the title came out like cast in stone. This is it. You know, this is how it is. And uh, that was, yeah, so we were kind of partially involved in the cover. but well, I'm not in a great detail of course but the general idea.
0: Yeah it's an excellent cover, I really like it.
1: Job, good job, I mean really, I'm, 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 I'm not, you know, honestly I've never been into this Dungeons and Dragons kind of thing, you know, and uh, uh, so I had hard time to, to swallow the thing when he said okay I'm, I'm making a dragon Mm -hmm. I'm just like, oh God, no! (laughs) And I am thinking about some of these like Dio and Monsting covers with all this or Rhapsody or something like that. No disrespect to these bands, but I mean, I I really don't like covers. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, oh God, no! And then he came up with this one and was I'm like, okay, (laughs) I can live with this one.
0: Brilliant. The, other, the Danish band I used to really like was a band called Fourth Century. Are they still going?
1: Fourth Century?
0: Yeah. I, I,
1: they played support to us, but it's been like.
0: I haven't five, years.
1: Five years ago?
0: Yeah.
1: Like that. I'm not sure.
0: I was just looking because my review was like four years ago. I've not heard from him for ages. It was a really good album. Do, are you a collector? Like, do you keep all your album covers like framed on your walls at home, or do you sort of
1: have no, a ma- no, no, For God's sake, no. No? I don't do that. No, 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 no. no that's a, but I do have. I do have like a a little stand, you know, for like like a CD CD stand, you know. So I have all the albums there which we made and. Uh, and the uh, solo albums and albums i participated in recording of and uh but it's not on display right <laughs> uh, i mean uh, i'm not into this kind of thing you know and the guys are laughing at me and they said it's actually it's actually very good we never got like a gold album or something like that because otherwise you'll be hiding it somewhere uh, i guess i would
0: <laughs> so what does the rest of 2018 hold in store for El In the future, you mean? That's uh,
1: we we'll just play a few shows, and we're going on, and we continue. in uh, In August, we play. Uh, we're going to play Israel for the first time ever. And we're going to Spain, Barcelona, we're playing in Denmark, and then uh, next week again So we're going to, I think, Romania, and then we're playing to Germany. So we'll have more like, a, I won't call it like a festival track, uh, but we'll have some, you know, short outbursts, you know, a weekend here, and the next one, and the next one, uh, because that's it's obviously the way it works now. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah that's that's how it works uh, so probably it's still still uh, probably September even maybe October we'll continue playing some shows and uh, stuff like that and then we'll start thinking about the new album that's the way we operate you know so we release the album every second year and uh, we're still hyped about recording one bounce ideas and fight about it and discuss stuff you know so yeah we, 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 we're still into it pretty
0: much are you glad you started in a band 25 years ago i mean you started just before the internet sort of really hit the world um would you rather you started then or now where it just like it just seems to be a wash with bands on the internet and it's so easy for people to pirate l- albums and download are you just glad you started when you did
1: you know what? If I could, I would have started ten years earlier. Uh
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that way I'll be playing. Double header with deeper was like
0: that. I agree but totally.
1: Oh, whatever. You know, as I say, yeah, I wish, I wish. Uh, but the thing is, as we were lucky. we were definitely very, very lucky. We started. We put the first album out in '91. We still got a glimpse at that great times from '91 to about like 2001, those 10 years, that little decade, even even though uh, you had all this grunge thing going and stuff like that, but still, uh, you have lots of fans out there, uh, and uh, people are still into albums, uh, they waited for the album to come out, and they are buy it, and uh, of course it was easy. it was uh, I won't say it was more glamorous, but it's cooler in one way in, in that way, that particular way uh, because I remember myself, I mean' as all the bands I were into I'm still into you know but I had to wait if I wanted to know something about the new album or interview with somebody, I had to wait for a magazine to come out, Kerrang or breakout or whatever it was you know, and uh, already there, the interview will be a couple of months old, mm-hmm. but still there's some kind of a mystery about it, it was, was excitement.
0: It was, yeah, it's sort of been ruined, hasn't it, with the internet, I think, you know, it's...
1: Like, today, I mean, as UK, if you, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't dream about, like, like, I don't know, like in 88 or 93 or something like that, to ask, I don't know, like, Cordell, David Collardale about something. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. Today you can go on Twitter, you can go on Facebook or whatever you want, you know, and you can just like, pop out the question. Even a silly one. Doesn't matter. It's possible. And chances are he'll answer. So it's a completely different story. I mean and so and those new times, in as much as me personally, I'm I'm an old timer, you know. You should see my vinyl collection. <laughs> so I'm definitely an old timer, but still, we the only thing we can do in 2018 is just embrace it and make the best out of it. Yeah. That's the thing we could do.
0: That's true. Which two metal albums would you play to me to introduce me to the metal scene?
1: <laughs> the first, I'll say the first three rainbow albums.
0: Excellent choice, yeah. Yeah, that's a really good choice.
1: Okay, then. then, and then of, oh, Jews, please, screaming for vengeance, for God's sake. or Saxon, or I mean, it's just. I mean, there's so many. I mean, it's ridiculous. Can I have them all?
0: If I was totally new to Royal Hunt, I've never heard of you guys. Which three tracks would you play me from the new album to get me into Royal Hunt?
1: You know what, as I said, uh, fistful of misery and a million ways to die. I mean, that's, that's one the quintessentials, I mean, that's what Royal Hunt is about. And the, uh, the wishing well, if you're a little bit more into this kind of like a progressive side of Royal Hunt, right there, right there for you. So it's, it's a little bit of everything, it's classic rock, it's a little bit of classical or neoclassical, music there and there's uh bits and pieces of prog prog rock or prog metal whatever you call it today it's everything is right there
0: Remember the first time you played live and how it felt to have people watching you? Oh yeah, I do. I do. It's actually very simple. Uh, uh,
1: for, if we're talking about Royal Hunt, right? Yeah. So it was in uh, it was in eighty nine. It's that, that was a year when we decided between eighty nine and ninety to call ourselves Royal Hunt, and uh, we were playing this little club. Uh, tiny little thing and it was like about like hundred and fifty people or something like that. And I started the concert because of course there's an intro save going very pompous, you know, with all this like classical sounds and blah blah blah, you know, as so, I and I was entering the stage and what I did, I pushed my own keyboard rack and it actually landed on my hand.
0: <laughs> my God.
1: Uh, so after about like three minutes, my fingers was on the right hand, but like twice their size, like like, like in cartoons, you know, it was unbelievable. <laughs> twice the size, so I was supposed to play the entire show. So I, yeah, I do remember the first show. It was very painful. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: can you tell us about any projects you have away from Royal Hunt?
1: Sure. Yeah, so, so I just got uh, together with uh, with Henry, Henry Brockman, you know, so the r- original. Singer from our own. uh which uh, recorded the first two albums with us, and um, and we because we're re, uh, we were re, uh, re, re-releasing uh, the, our debut album Land of World Hearts, uh, on vinyl. Uh, so I was going through some old tapes, which I still have. I mean, from back in the day, from '89, '90. 91 and stuff like that, and there's a shitload of ideas there. So, a lot. I mean, most of it is very crude and rude, and you know, simple demos. But there's one song which, in particular, so I said, Uh, it sounds pretty good. So, I called him up. I said, Well, I said, Listen, I said, We're releasing the first album. You know, I have this tape with the song from 1990. Uh, you feel like you know, trying it up again. to my surprise, he goes, like, Why not? So uh, he came in and we finished the track and it came out as a bonus for whoever's, uh, you know, signed up to our page and stuff like that. That's, by the way, you can mention if you, if you want to, it's like it's a royalhunt.com where we have this fan club, whatever, it's our, our community. In a way, uh, we have a, a lot of like historical facts about the band, and you know, some funny stuff. So, anyways, so we did the song, and we put it as a bonus track for vinyl. And uh, when we just like looked at each other, so, so why don't we do something? And uh, yeah, so, so at uh, right now, I'm, I'm in the middle of digging through different. Tracks and writing new songs, so a completely new project doesn't have a name, it's just a classic rock thing. As so it's nothing prog over it or nothing symphonic over it, it's just a classic rock thing. And uh, we're just toying the ideas. I don't know if it will be released, but at, at the moment we have fun. That's the main
0: thing. It sounds interesting. That sounds brilliant.
1: Yeah, I have mean, like a bunch of great guys. I'm playing with, you know, some of the from some of the Danish bands, you know, so I, you know, so I know and are new for the last 20 years or 25 years, you know, but having fun. And there's some new, younger kids coming in and uh, younger and younger. I mean, younger for me, you know, they're like 30 something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh but we're having fun in the studio and we're just banging out some like classic stuff and then what well, you know so we're going everywhere from jeffers all to deep purple to whatever just original material but and uh so we don't have a specific style but we just know we, we want to play some classic rock you know so, so if uh if the stars will align and the whole thing will work out you know probably by the late autumn or early winter we'll have something we'll have something which we can just like share with the rest of you
0: what would you like Royal hunt to be remembered for in years to come
1: for being original
0: that's a great answer and you're not wrong Festival or small intimate gig?
1: First intimate gig and then a festival.
0: (laughs) Vinyl or digital? vinyl. Danish bacon or Carlsberg?
1: Carlsberg. (laughs)
0: Lego or Lars Ulrich?
1: Lego. At
0: (laughs) any time. Last one. Quentin Tarantino or Hans Christian Andersen?
1: Tarantino.
0: Yeah, cool. (laughs) That's so cool. Okay. Thank you for your time tonight. Do you have any final words for your fans and our listeners?
1: Well, uh, not much, but I mean, I hope everybody's enjoying Cast On Stone and aware of the fact that we actually have a new album out, Cast On Stone. Uh, in case you're enjoying it, you should probably catch us somewhere on the road because we'll be playing like in August and September, October this year. So everybody's welcome. We're not discriminating anybody. You know, male or female, you're all welcome. Okay. And that's basically it. I mean, it's, and I'm pretty sure we'll keep going for a couple of years, unless some of us will have a heart attack. And But still, we'll go on stage in our wheelchairs and still play. Excellent. <laughs> Hi, I'm Andrew Anderson from Royal Hunt, and you're listening to so a heavy... Fuck, what the fuck was it? Heavy <laughs> God's Meltdown.
0: Start <It's> again. <laughs> the Metal God's oh. Meltdown.
1: Hi, I'm Andre Anderson from Royal Hunt, and you're listening to Heavy Gods Meltdown.
0: No, the Metal Gods. <laughs> just,
1: just Metal Gods.
0: I'll type it. Hang on, look, look, look. Hang on, hang on. The Metal. Uh, the Metal yeah. Gods Meltdown.
1: <laughs> metal Gods, what?
0: The Metal Gods melts down.
1: What the fuck is that? <laughs>
0: I'm okay. sure we've had, I've spoken to you twice before. I'm sure we've had this conversation before. Okay.
1: I, I can't I can't, I can't find Fernando and you listen to Metal Gods. Period. <laughs> <laughs>